Welcome to the United Cast, it's Entertainment Talks podcast for Man United, I'm your host Matthew and today I'm talking about Manchester United's 3-1 win in the Premier League at home against Arsenal. Uh, Anthony with an amazing debut, congratulations to Anthony for scoring on his debut, congratulations to this team today. Um, don't know what Eric Ten Hag's done to this group of players but it's, it's, clearly, it's clearly working. Um, and look, there, there were moments in this game, there were portions in this game where we struggled. There were portions in this game where it looked like Arsenal might get the better of us. But we got through it. Uh, we got through a tougher game, more of a challenging game. And we got a couple of well-worked-out goals. Um, letting a goal that we possibly shouldn't have, but the team is going to make mistakes here and there. It's just about minimising those mistakes, ironing them out, and uh, trying to outscore the... The opposition, um, there's a really good feeling after this game. There's a really good sort of feeling in the air about, you know, where Man United are kind of heading. Like, where, where where are we heading as a football club? What are we, what is our goal for this season? Because, you know, it's so interesting. You look literally, not, not even a month, just a few weeks back, you know, 2-1 Brighton, 4-0 Brentford. It looked at the time... Like we had a broken, and I remember saying, I, th- I think I said at the time, this team is just broken. Um, and to you know, go to beat Liverpool, get a couple of wins, you know, one their wins against you know some tough opposition, Southampton and uh, Leicester, you know, get getting those one nil wins, and it it's not always about the scoreline. Sometimes it's just about getting over the line, getting those three points, which was kind of what the last couple of games are about, but. You look at the game today, That this was more than just a sort of grind out the performance and try and just get over the line. This was, this team had some fight in it today, which I think, I think as Man United fans, we should be proud of. Um, it's just that there's a, there's a bit of a thing at the moment of like, how, how happy and excited should we get? Because you don't, you shouldn't get too excited and think like, oh, we're going to go off and win the league or go off and win something, but... You can't ask for more in terms of progress in the last few games. Like, what more could this team have done in the last few games apart from winning the last few games? Um, I think Arsenal were a tougher challenge than what Liverpool were. I thought that we had an easier time playing against Liverpool than we did Arsenal. Arsenal looked good this season. Credit to Arsenal as well. I thought that they played really well. They really sort of put us to the sword, so to speak. Um, And they did really, really well, I thought. Um, the goal that they worked, they caught us out, you know, got their equalising goal. I'll uh, talk about the goals themselves in a minute, but Anthony on the right side brings balance that we've needed for so, so, so long. Um, midfield, I've still got a couple of question marks about, and still the number nine position, I've still got a couple of question marks about as opposed to what we're doing. So it's good, it's great, we should be happy today or tonight, should be excited about the progress it's just, there's a bit in the back of my mind thinking, you know, how excited should we get? Like, what happens if we lose on Thursday? What happens if we lose to Crystal Palace? Where where, where are we at then? And what we don't want to slip into at some point is, like, inconsistent form. But we're on consistent form right now. It's just, we're, what, uh, six games into the season? You know... Don't want to get too carried away, but I still want to be happy and be positive about the progress that's been made, everything that sort of happened. Um, 
but I thought that this t- I thought the team today showed what they needed to. They did show a lot of fight. They did show a lot of passion, desire. I know people don't really like those words, but you do need to do those things. Um, I thought the patterns of play were really good. Starting to creep into that point of like... Again, not the specific exact way I've seen Ajax playing football, but there's there were parts of the game where we were doing that. That quick, clicky, pass and move sort of passing. Um, and that's going to... The, the difference there is, though, obviously, um, Ten Hag was able to do that in the Dutch League, and I don't know how accurate he'll, he'll be able to replicate that in the Premier League because it is a different game in the Premier League. But we're doing a very good job of that so far. And given that Ten Hag still has only been here a couple of months, what, May he, he got here? So one transfer window probably is still, you know, got things in his head. It's like, should I play this player? Should I play that player? I think he's got his defence sorted out. <laughs> I think, you know, the partnership of Ryan and Martinez still continues to shine. Apart from the unfortunate goal that we let in, but that's going to happen. Um, there's still things to sort out. There's still things to look at, but today... I uh yeah just you know going off the goal it was it was it was so great to watch this team play today and to you know um just just see just see us putting in some more effort l- looking like we cared some more and just we we've been doing that for the last couple of games since the Liverpool game but there there's a like you saw the scenes and I I watched a few minutes of the you know, after the game, fans are cheering, the players are sort of like, you know, cheering to the crowd and all that sort of thing. And that's the positive, because football's not just a physical game, it is a mental game as well. You know, do you have the mentality to believe in yourself as a player? Do you, you know, have you got the fans behind you? Do the fans believe in you? Do you, leave, do you believe in each other as players? Do you like each other? Because sometimes we don't even consider like, there's pro- there is probably players on this team that don't like other players. And when they're on the same pitch as them, the chemistry and the mentality isn't going to quite be there so much. But when you've got the likes of, like, you know, Anthony getting on with the players and Anthony slotting really nicely into this team and Ericsson's doing really well and McTominay's done better and Bruno's done better and Sancho's fitting into this team well. And cer- certainly in terms of the back two partnership for Ryan and Martinez, there's certainly a lot of chemistry there and there's a lot of belief you know they they trust each other and believe in each other because you have to it's a team it's a team game it's not just like okay stick out 11 talented people and hope that it works so we're gonna have to continue to figure that out over the season and you know once we start getting into other competitions once we start playing other competitions which we will do on thursday with europa league um what does this team look like when you start rotating people because as great as verona martin is look can't play every game this season can't it 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 just can't happen um but yeah what do they start to look like you know when uh you know what happens when we we will eventually have to put Maguire back into this team and you know how do how do the likes of Fred and McTominay fit into this team McTominay I thought had a much better game today you know he is some, someone I've openly said that should be sold from this club but I thought McTominay put in a good performance today we'll get to the player ratings later but um, and don't get me wrong, Arsenal did find their way back into the games at points, and they did find an equaliser, which was, it was what it was, but that's because they also played well, so, uh, very, very happy with this at the moment. I've, I'm not quite doing that sort of, like, jumping up and down, pumping my fist in the air, because it's like, 
Okay, let, let's be happy. Let's be very happy. But let's be relaxed. Let's still be cautious because it's still early in the season. And the question eventually will slowly get answered as to like, okay, what? how, how are our aims going to change through the season? The expectations and like, where can we finish in the league? What can we win? Who can we beat? We didn't think that we could beat Liverpool at the start of the season. I mean, even an hour before the kickoff of that game, nobody thought we were beating Liverpool. We did. Um, you know, we did. I don't know if the players thought that they could beat Liverpool or if Ten Hag thought that he could beat Jurgen Klopp. Um, because we'd gotten slaughtered by Brentford the week before that. And within football, you'd look at somebody like Brentford and think, okay, if they can beat you 4-0, what's Liverpool going to do to you? There's still kind of the question, for me personally, there's still the question of like, okay, you've done really well, you've beaten Arsenal, you've beaten Liverpool, tough opponents, I don't think Liverpool are quite up to it this season, but Arsenal have been good, we've just beaten Arsenal by a bigger goal margin than what we beat Liverpool. We've still got the likes of Tottenham, Chelsea, Manchester City is going to be a big, big question mark. Um, how do we handle ourselves in Manchester derbies? Um, but today at Old Trafford against Arsenal, handled ourselves very, very well. And I'm very, very happy with the team today. I'm just not going to like scream from the rooftops, sort of, you know, oh my God, we're, you know, we're, we're back kind of thing. Because we don't quite know where we're at with that. It's looking good, but we don't quite know where we're at with, you know, are we back what, what does that actually mean you know if someone's to say like Matt do you think Man United are back what does that mean what's that supposed to mean um in terms of goals and how well we play who we're supposed to be beating expectations um a lot of questions around it and it'd be it'd be interesting interesting and fascinating to see those get answered one way or the other throughout the season anyway let's get into the summary We've got here. Uh, first of all, they did take the league through lead through Martinelli goal. Uh, clear foul, I thought here. Uh, I'm going through the summary on this app, by the way. Um, clear foul, I thought for that. Um, I can't remember who it was that did the foul, but it was on Ericsson, wasn't it? Simply put, if you put too much contact on a player and you do not get the ball, and that player falls over, and you certainly go on and score a goal, it is a foul. If you don't get the ball, it is a foul. Um, if you get lots of contact on the player but you get the ball, then you've got the ball. But the ball wasn't won. So it went all the way to VAR. It was very dramatic. Of course, big derby day and all that kind of stuff. Um, rivalry game. But no, to me it was quite simple. Um, I didn't notice it at first. At first I was like, oh, Ericsson got tackled off the ball. Or got, got tackled. And then they play it back in VAR. And uh, it was a bit more obvious. So that's simply that. 35 minutes. Um bit of um movement that we did to score the Anthony goal a uh, great bit of movement again again this isn't the pass and move specific stuff this is more sort of catching Arsenal out um in the way that um like Brentford was were, were sort of doing it to us but not as badly maybe anyway um ball played from left to right hand side uh, I think it was Bruno that started it can't remember who won the ball back but Bruno I think played as Sancho simply from left to right Sancho to Rashford find some space for Anthony and that's what you want that 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 that's the angle you want for that right because if Anthony's right footed he can still kick the goal, still kick the ball across the face of goal but you're able to do that nice little curling shot that's why you want that left footed um right winger and then your right footed left winger so you can you know you can go inverted you can whip crosses in and you can score goals um not saying a player on the right foot would have trouble scoring this it's just ideal 
from that angle, the way the ball's being passed inwards, that you you could you know hit that. Um, it's almost the RB or R1 shot on FIFA, isn't it? Uh, that sort of curl, curl it into that corner. Very very nice goal. Very very happy for Anthony. Um, he looked good before that. I thought I'll give him a player rating a bit later. But uh, very very good opening goal and good assist for Marcus Rashford as well. So very very happy with that one. Caught them out. Caught Arsenal out. Caught them sleeping. And we punished them. Anyway, that was half time. Then, um, 58 minutes, Anthony was taken off, Ronaldo was brought on, um, made a certain amount of tactical sense, um, Anthony did very well for his debut anyway, but, um, that's, you know, a tactical change in terms of Rashford's not really a number nine who's going to be holding up the ball, because he still is a left winger, uh, but what you can simply do then, is Sancho right, Ronaldo middle, so you've got that centralised, you know, target man, Rashford on the left, so that that made that made sense to me. But Anthony had a great game. But I don't think I don't think it was taken off because he had a bad game. I just think it was a tactical change, somebody to hold the ball up in the middle, a bit more of a central figure on the pitch, uh, and it made sense to do that to take Anthony off. But great first game from Anthony. So that was the first sub. Then they scored a goal. Uh, Saka scored his goal. A uh, bit of a defensive lapse from us. Um, just couldn't quite get the ball away. De Gea possibly could have done better. McTominay possibly could have done better. Martinez could possibly have done better. This was just one where we slipped up, I think. I don't think you could put this onto one individual person. I think the three culprits, if you want to call it that, I think is McTominay. I think is De Gea. And I think is um, Martinez. I don't think Ma- Martinez has got a bit unlucky with, you know, the goalkeeper not being in goal. And... He couldn't get the ball clear. And no, I don't think it's because of his height. There's a lot of talk out there of like, oh, is Martinez good? He's not got any height. I don't think it's because of that. So, um, they scored. Uh, but the difference is there. Arsenal were actually playing quite well in this game. So, it it got to that point in the game, you know, what was it, 60th minute? Yeah, the hour sort of mark. Round about 50, 55 minutes, they started taking a bit of control back from the game. So... We'd fallen off a little bit just for a period of time, which you can never do in football, but we unfortunately did. And, um, yeah, we just we, we, we fell off for that moment, but they scored the goal. So, uh, as a well-taken goal, it was a good goal from, from Saka. They they earned the goal, which was uh, why I'm not angry, I suppose. Um, but that was Saka's goal. And then a uh, good goal for... Um, I have to remember these two different ones. Um... Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm a bit. I'm in these. Sometimes it's difficult to remember the goals when you've got so many. Uh, this was a ball from the middle. One of Bruno Fernandez's best passes. Um, plays it through the middle. Rashford's got a shrug off. I think it was one defender. Um, gets his head down and runs. So that's where Rashford's genuinely at his best, right? Rashford is best when it's just he runs into space. Can use his pace for that. Um, get his head down. Run forward. And then he's just got to focus on the finish. Rashford is best in those situations. Which that idea has got weaknesses to it. Especially when you play that player in nine position. But when you're in situations like this. Where you where you find that gap. You find that space. And you find that bit of movement. Which Bruno saw from Rashford. He was able to run in. In behind. Or in through. Not really in behind. But through Arsenal's defence. And took his goal very very well. So that was 2-0. Uh, sorry 2-1. Um... And yeah, really good pass from uh, Bruno for a change. <laughs> sort of, which I'll be talking about a bit later, but um, didn't sort of like kick it up in the air, you know, 40 yards down the pitch. So, uh, very well taken goal from Rashford, which again, 
takes confidence. Rashford's got to be confident in Bruno that he makes the pass. Bruno's got to be confident in Rashford that he makes the run, that he doesn't sort of stop or question stuff or whatever. Um, so, again, really good team spirit in this game, I thought. So that was the goal. Uh, then Fred came on for Sancho. Um, I'm quite getting, not just getting used to, I'm quite liking these um, subs from Ten Hag. And I, I, I will, I will reiterate what I've said before, which is, in terms of specific players and tactical changes, Ten Hag will probably have different ideas to what I do. But as long as, like, once the game's finished and I can look back, or even in that moment, and say, okay, this isn't the specific substitution that I would do, but you've made a specific substitution and a change, and that change is working, I will I will not complain about that. Um, for example, I wouldn't have brought Fred on for Sancho. That's not what I would have done. But you saw the tactical reasons. It was to get those legs in the midfield again. Um, and Fred, Fred just came on and he started like charging people down, closing people down. He started causing havoc in the midfield. And maybe we've found something there with Fred because over the last, what, three years where it's been, oh, McFred are crap, McTominay's crap, Fred's crap. Maybe this is what more Fred's better at use for, which, cause he is fast. He can run around. He can close people down. It's just issues, which you saw a bit later of passing. Um, so don't be starting Fred, but I think Fred could be used, I don't know about, again, I think Fred and McTominay have different types of players anyway. Fred could be genuinely, and it depends, Fred would probably be happy to do it. Fred could be used in a way of like, late in the game, you need just some legs for the midfield, some fresh legs, somebody who can run around and like, get stuck in, but then you have somebody next to him in the midfield, usually a Casemiro type not a McTominay type somebody who kind of like you know control somebody who controls the midfield and somebody who runs around in the midfield so maybe Fred can do that but later in the game instead of instead of starting Fred and getting him to do that from the start which has not worked which is where the McFred McTominay Fred thing has not worked maybe this just works better um because if you keep doing that and you keep bringing Fred on and he's simply used for like, hey, just Fred, just go run around, close people down, use your energy. It's late in the game, you know, it's what, um, uh, nearly 70 minutes gone. That could work. And I've said this before about um, uh, Bruno Fernandes and Rashford in a bit of a different type of way. Bruno Fernandes and Rashford are two very energetic, fast players. Rashford's probably a bit faster than Bruno, but in a different way, in an attacking way, if you had one of the two of them on the bench right and you think late on in the game you need somebody who's going to run in the attack because Fred's not going to run in the attack Fred's going to run in the defense if you need somebody who's going to come on later and run around and cause problems that's where you could have the likes of Rashford and Bruno because again there's, there's nothing wrong with putting those players on the bench because you need good players on the bench because you need good options later so when I'm hearing people say about like oh Fred on the bench or if you put Rashford on the bench or Bruno on the bench that's a disaster no, it could be a tactical advantage in terms of speed. The Premier League is the f- one of the fastest leagues, if not the fastest league in the world. Um, so when you've got a tired Arsenal team with 20 minutes to go, and you bring on a fast Fred, okay, his passing might not be good, but he can at least get stuck in and he can cause problems for the other teams in the field. And I don't think we've ever, I don't know if we've ever used Fred like this because we've started him so often. So maybe this is just a better way to use him. I don't know. It's, it's become a bit more of a thing that Tenag started doing. 
that I've picked up upon and probably other people have picked up upon. Um, but yeah, and again, that's the point where like we were what two, yeah, two one up. Um, okay, Sancho is an attacking threat, but you just you want those legs for the midfield, which makes sense. Um, so cool. Again, it's not the same thing I would have done. I wouldn't have taken off Sancho because I think he's a good player. But if Tenag's making choices like that, and I go, oh, okay, you were doing that to do that, and it worked. Great. Good stuff. Um, then they made some subs. Don't really care about that stuff. Um, says about McTominay's booking here, which is where he failed. Gabriel Jesus, which is not what you... That's not... You shouldn't be getting booked, but... Yeah, you, you get the context in terms of, like... Again, I wasn't happy with him. I wasn't like, yeah, McTominay, you got booked. Good. That was more kind of like... Okay, you got you decided to get yourself stuck in. Um, you know, your emotions got to you a bit, I suppose. Uh, but it is what it is. He's got four bookings now, so he needs to be careful. But yeah, it's not it's not the smartest thing to do. But um, the the I think the occasion got to his head a little bit there, McTominay. Uh, then another goal that we scored. Uh, this was really like kind of out of nowhere goal again, just catching Arsenal out. Um, I think it was Delo played the ball through to Ericsson or somebody like that. Um, Ericsson just found him space, found himself in a bunch of space, you know, clear space, Rashford was there, and it's a pass across the face of goal to Rashford to score. Uh, very worked goal, uh, very well worked goal. Um, Arsenal would clearly push, uh, Arsenal had had the problem in this game of pushing too high up the pitch, because that's how we scored a couple of our goals. Um, but no, if you're going to leave us that space and you've got the players like Rashford, we're going to pass the ball to the likes of him and catch you out. Um, and again, I think likes of Delo had a good game, and it played out very, very well. So, really good goal. Um, again, with these goals, these aren't goals where I'm like, oh, he passed to him, he turned this way, he ran that way, he did this, this and that. These are kind of just like winning the ball back, doing well to win the ball back, making a couple of correct passes, and then just punting it forward a bit. So, but Arsenal allowed us to do it, so we we did it anyway. Uh, then some late substitutions, 80th minute for both of these. Casemiro on for Rashford. Again, I think that's midfield stability. Um, goals can be scored very quickly in football. Rashford had done his... I think he'd, he'd, he'd done his due for the day, hadn't he? I think he was also pulled up with an injury, which hopefully is not too bad, but I don't think he needs to play on Thursday. Uh, Maguire on for Martinez. Again, Maguire's not the most ideal person to see be brought on the pitch. I think, I think both um, <laughs> Martinez and Rashford, they've played a lot of football recently, haven't they? And I hope it's not like a bad hamstring or something for both of them. I did see. I think they were both clutching their legs at certain points, but they they had they had run themselves not into the ground. They they they'd done their job for the day, and you could see that they needed to be taken off. So again, just in terms of stability and late sort of legs, uh, again, I wouldn't have brought on Maguire. Who is the other defender that we had on the bench? Um. Oh, we didn't. Have, oh, Lindelof. Um. Lindelof and Maguire with the two because Twanzebi's not on the bench and uh, Eric Bailey's not there anymore. So that is what it is. Uh, so yeah, again, fair enough. Um, no Donny van der Beek in the team at all today. If he doesn't play on Thursday, I think there needs to be some question marks about like, okay, Eric, he was your player at Ajax. You said he was part of your plans. When does that start to to happen? Because um, as much as I think our midfield did a good enough job today, I'd like to see Donny Van Der Beek, and I think he needs a place within this team. 
but not being included at, at all today. Um, again, there is a lot of games in the season. We've got Carabao Cup games, Premier League, uh, Europa League, FA Cup, Carabao Cup. You know, we've got lots of different games to play. So Donny will play at some point, and obviously he's made substitute appearances. It just depends on which games you're starting him in. The problem there, I mean, I guess on Thursday, like, could you start Casemiro and Donny? And then maybe, I don't know, you couldn't play Ericsson and Bruno again, because <laughs> they've played so much football. Uh, maybe we see some youth players, maybe we see like a Ganacho or uh, Mabry's on loan. Um, I don't know what other midfielders we got, we haven't got Garner anymore. Um, I don't know, I kind of am expecting, maybe Fred, Fred's been brought on as subs, maybe you play Donny, Fred and Casemiro. Um, I don't know, but I'm expecting kind of if if Donny and Casemiro are not starting on Thursday, because Eriksson, Bruno, and McTominay have played a lot of football lately. Um, I can't think of what other uh, Iqbal Ghana as well. I knew I was forgetting some youth players, but maybe we could see some of those on Thursday. Depends. Depends how that goes. Anyway, um, that's it for the summary. Um, let's move on to player ratings. See you for that in a minute. Alright, we are sponsored, of course, at the moment by Manscaped. They sell men's different grooming products, different men's healthcare products, and that sort of stuff, uh, such as deodorants, clothes, um, different razors, shavers, ear, nose, hair trimmers, all those sorts of different products. They are going to have some new stuff coming out soon. They're hopefully going to send me, or they said that they're going to send me, so I can talk about some new stuff soon as well. Uh, in terms of quality, professionalism, all very much top of the line. Uh, great people to deal with as well. They've been great to sort of uh, deal with. Um, in terms of packaging, quality of items, quality of actual products, no questions there whatsoever. Uh, all very first-hand, first-class, professional, however you would like to word that. Uh, all very good stuff from Manscaped. Uh, if you're wondering about them, you can simply click on the link in the show notes uh, to go over to Manscaped's website to have a look for yourself. They've got different selections of things, different packages, uh, different individual items, so go and have a look at what they've got. And once you've selected what you want, either for yourself or somebody else, you can type in that promo code, which is ETALKUK, E-T-A-L-K-U-K. You can either copy and paste that from the show notes, which is written in there, or type it in yourself. Click apply, you'll get 20% off your order and free shipping with Manscaped. Thanks to Manscaped for sponsoring Entertainment Talks podcast, and thank you very much for listening. Now let's do some player ratings. Hi there. If you're looking to get started with a website of your own and a domain name, we've got good news for you. With our affiliate link with Kualu, you can click on that link, which is in your show notes, which is for our affiliate link. You can go over to Kualu to get started with your website and domain name today. They've also got a very handy chat support system which is usually in the bottom right hand corner to send messages back and forth to koalu if you'd like to ask them for help to get started with your domain name and website today so that's koalu and you can use them to get started with your website and domain name today thank you very much to koalu for this affiliate link Hi there, if you'd like to get rid of the ads in Entertainment Talks podcasts and listen to the ad-free versions of our episodes, we've got good news for you there as well. You can subscribe to Entertainment Talk at either the $5 level tier or $10 level tier. The $5 level tier will get you access to all of Entertainment Talk's previous ad-free podcasts and the future ad-free podcasts that we make in the month that you're subscribed for. If you also subscribe to us at the $10 level tier, that will get you that benefit that I've just mentioned, and it'll also grant you access to request a review for two episodes of a TV show, 
and a general discussion on that show or a film review of your choice so if you if there's a tv show out there or a film that we've not covered perhaps and you'd like our opinion on it we can watch two episodes of that tv show or film review so it's one of either of those per month of course if you continue subscribing each month you can pick a tv show then a film the next month and so on and so forth this is a great way to support entertainment talk get your ad-free podcasts and also get some reviews of your choice thank you very much for supporting us and thank you for listening back to the show Alright, I just had to sit there for a couple of minutes. Well, not a couple of minutes. I hadn't decided who my man of the match was. Because there's lots of can- there's lots of potential candidates. Which, you prefer that instead of like, oh god, every play- everybody played badly. Who do I choose? This is a case of like, there's a few different candidates. Who do I choose? Uh, I think you kind of got to give it to Rashford. Because he did score two goals and get an assist. In terms of his overall b- overall game... Uh, yeah. See, that would be where I give him like the seven or the eight. But then two goals and assist, his score starts going up. So I think you know if if you don't choose a player who almost got a hat trick and almost also got an assist as your man of the match, who else are you choosing? Um, I thought Varan, not Varan, I thought Martinez. Wasn't as good as he has been. And they did make a mistake for the goal. Still thought he was amazing. Just not quite that you know. 10 out of 10 performance. I'd probably give him a 9. Varane I thought was really really good today. He really just had Gabriel Jesus. In his pocket. Um, In a bit of a. uh, You know pulling his shirt type of way. But still very much did that. Um, Anyway yeah. I'm going to choose Rashford. I'm going to give him a 10. Because I would have given him about a 7 or an 8 for his actual performance. And then his score gets boosted up because of his goals and his, his assists. So let's go back to the front. Um, David De Gea. I would give him a 9. I thought he did make some very, very, very good saves. He was a participant in the fault of the goal. So I will give him a 9 for that. Distribution was good. You can see that we're not trying to really play out from the back anymore. Because De Gea can't really sort of do that. But shot stopping still really, really good. Just letting a goal, unfortunately. So I'll give him a 9. The low, um, I would probably give the low an eight. Um, I thought who was it that they played? Martinelli. I'm not. I'm still not really familiar with Arsenal squad that much. I don't really know all of them, but Martinelli did sort of have him, if you want to put it that, a few times. Um, so I thought that the low could have had a better game with that. Attacking wise, the low still great. He still, I think, contributed to the third goal, so that was really good. So I give him an eight. Varane and Martinez, I would give Varane a 10 and Martinez a 9. Still very high scores, but I thought Martinez slightly slipped up with this with this one and um, wasn't quite as good, but still, you know, still a 9 is still a really good score. Malasia, I thought we had some problems dealing with Saka, but had some really good recovery at points. I don't think he had a bad game. I thought he had a just above average game. I would give him a 7. He did some really good decision making at some points, but other points just got caught a bit too much, so I would give him a 7. Going to give McTominay an 8. Um, I thought he contributed very, very well today. And just because I don't like Maguire as a footballer, does not mean I'm automatically going to give him a bad score. Um, I've been giving him 6s over the last few weeks. I think, I think he's been averagely good. Uh, I'd still take him out and put Casemiro in with no questions. But um, some of his passing was a bit better. 
some of his decision making was a bit better. Not an amazing performance. He still did some stupid stuff like fouling Asus and getting a yellow card. And there were still some passes he didn't do well. But he had a, he had a better game than he has recently. It was a, an above average performance which I thought was actually good. I thought McTominay had a good game. So there's that. Ericsson I would give a 9. I thought it was really, really, really good. And considering you know what he's been through... Um, I mean, I don't know what health condition he's in. Clearly quite a good health condition because he's played a number of 90-minute games over the last couple of weeks. He just played on Thursday, didn't he? So uh, he's doing very, very well so far, Ericsson. Uh, good, assist to Rashford for, good assist to Rashford for the goal. So yeah, give Ericsson a 9. I thought he was, I thought it was brilliant. Uh, Anthony um, didn't play the whole game, so you've got to take that into consideration. Did score a very, very well-taken goal. Um, he played with... Smart caution, I thought, at different points in this game. Like, he didn't try to be like, oh, look at me, I'm a skillful Brazilian and I can do <laughs> whatever. Because uh, I've seen some videos of him, he's quite a skillful player, but it was his debut, he had some caution about him, but he had some intelligence about him. I like him already, I think he's going to really bring some great balance to this team. Good thing as well, he's already familiar with Tenog's system, so he can just kind of slot straight in. Um, did a very good pass to the low at one point, didn't he? Which I thought was very nice, very fancy, and very smart. I'd give him a 9. I'd give him a 9. I thought it was a really, really great debut start. Bruno Fernandes. Um, I I think I gave him like a 2 and a 0 in the last couple of games. I'd give him a 6. Uh, I thought his assist to Rashford was very, very good. It's a very difficult way to kick the ball. He does like, he did like an... I don't know if some of you saw, but... did like an outside of the foot pass to Rashford. I don't know if that was completely necessary, but it worked. So, you know... He's still just taking too many risks. He's still just sort of doing a bit too much like showboating type stuff and it's not great um still a few too many heroic sloppy passes which are still he's still kind of annoying me but um i thought his performance was better than it had have been he just still needs to learn to calm down a bit but that's interestingly where i think ericsson fits into this team really well because he's sort of the he's like a calmer version of Bruno, which is which is good, which is really good. So, um, I'd probably drop Bruno. For, well, I mean, you're gonna have to drop some of these players for Thursday because they've just played like, you know, three games in a week or or something like that. So, uh, yeah, you're gonna have to change this team a bit. But that was that. Sancho, I thought was really good. Um, uh, yeah, good. Um, build a uh, good contribution to the first goal. Um, I felt like we were more right sided. In this game, I don't think like Sancho got as much of the ball as he has has done. I'd probably give him like an eight or a nine, so like an eight five or something along those lines. I just thought Anthony was involved more in the game because um, you can only have the ball on one side of the pitch at a time. But Sancho still had a great game, still got that good close ball control, which is what I like about him. Um, he offers something different to what Anthony does as well, I think, which is which is good. You know, a bit more variety in our players, but um. I'd probably give him like an 8. Yeah, thought it, thought it was great. Thought it was a great game. And Rashford, like I said, 10. Uh, 8 for his performance and 2 more for his assists. And his assist and his 2 goals, which I thought was very, very good. Uh, not going to give rating to the substitutions, but Casemiro was great. Apart from when he came on and he lost the ball initially. That was not a good start, but... Um, Again, I think he'll start on Thursday and I think, I think we just need to see a bit more of him as well. But he's adjusting to the Premier League. Apparently, so that is what it is. Uh, so that was good. 
Um, Fred, I thought that Fred was the standout of the substitutes. Um, he got more involvement in the game as well. I thought we did a great job with trying to close players down. Look at that. Fred and McTominay had a good game. Can do it. It's possible. We just got to use them in different ways, I, I suppose. So, um, yeah. I also, just to go back to McTominay, there's been some discussion of, like, he has been better in the last couple of games. He's not been amazing, but he's not been a train wreck. He's been sort of, like, he's had averagely good performances. Some people have suggested, like, oh, it's because Casemiro came in and scared him. I hope he did. Well, not literally scare him, but I hope that... Because what you, what you want your team to do <clears throat> is when you play as a midfielder, like McTominay does, and you see, oh, World Cup winning, Champions League winning, La Liga winning Casemiro is coming in and he plays in my position, I'd better start playing better. And he did do that today, McTominay. Um... So that's what you want. It creates competition in your team. I can't stress enough how much we need that because what you don't want is, let's say like Maguire or McTominay or Bruno to be like, ah, I'll be fine, I can do whatever I want, I'll be picked next week, picked you know for next game. You want every single player on that pitch, I mean, you play for Manchester United, you want every single player on that pitch to be thinking, I need to put in 110% every game and work my ass off and play well, at least play well at the bare minimum. Because I want to keep my spot. Because if someone like Casemiro does come in, you know, for McTominay and takes his spot, how what what does McTominay then do to get back in the team? I think Maguire needs to look at that as well. Maguire should be looking and thinking, I okay, I haven't played well. I've clearly been dropped for probably. I guess you'd say Martinez because Varane was sort of there already. Um, I cost eighty million. I was the captain of this, this team. I've now been on the bench for a few games. I need to do something to get back into this team. Hopefully it makes Maguire play better. Um, that's what you need. Really, that's what you need. Maybe that happened to Rashford today. I mean, Anthony doesn't play in his position, but maybe he thought, oh, Anthony's in the front three. I need to start playing better um, and score a couple of goals. That's what happened today. I'm not saying these is exactly what happened, but it could be. So hopefully that's the case. But yeah, Fred being used in that particular way was good. That was effective, so I liked that. Maguire and Ronaldo haven't got a much to say about uh Ronaldo got very frustrated when he didn't score which again I think is a good thing um Ronaldo's frustration is something that you because Ronaldo wants to score every single shot he kicks whether it's on target off target Ronaldo wants to score every single shot that he takes he wants to make every single pass that he makes that's Ronaldo's determination he wants to successfully make every pass never lose the ball score every single shot which is unrealistic but when you get that like frustration from Ronaldo, he wants to just go again. He wants his next chance. He wants to put away his next chance. So um, that was good to see. Anyway, just to let you know who was on the substitutes bench, because of course uh, Casemiro, Fred, Maguire, and Ronaldo were the players brought on. We had uh, Casemiro and then Dubravka, I think his name is. He's the new backup goalkeeper on loan from Newcastle. Alanga, Fred, Heaton. I don't know why we've got two goalkeepers on the bench. Heaton, Lindelof, Maguire, Ronaldo, and Luke Shaw who I think it's fair to say Malasia has possibly benched Luke Shaw. But again, when it comes to Thursday, when it comes to Thursday, I think we will see the likes of Wambasaka, Maguire, Lindelof, Shaw, uh, Casemiro, Donny. I think we'll see... Who are we going to play up front? I don't know who we're going to play up front, but uh, hopefully likes of Garnacho, Iqbal, um, Alanga... Possibly, I can't remember if Diallo's on loan or not. 
Um, I think he went on loan to Birmingham, or that might have been Maybury. But um, yeah, I think we'll probably see a different team on Thursday. So expect to expect to see expect to see Maguire on Thursday, but then not on Sunday. We shall see how it works out. Thank you very much for listening um, to this episode. If you have your own thoughts, feelings, questions, comments, what do you make of the lineup? What do you make of the new new use for Fred? Uh, what do you think of Rashford's, Rashford's performance? Um, what do you think of the general performance today? The goals, all that type of stuff. Let me know. Uh, Matthew at EntertainmentTalk.org, Twitter eTalkUK. There's a contact page and information in your show notes. Uh, there's also an email box on the website version of the episode and a clickable email name in your show notes. So get involved. Let me know what you think. Um, do you like what Tenag's done so far? I don't think we complain about the last couple of games. The first two, yes. But last couple of games, there's not much to complain about. We beat Liverpool and we beat Arsenal. Happy days. Um, I also just start, now that we're in a more decent position in the league, we have so far got Arsenal, six games played. Because there was no point me reading this out in the first couple of games because you had, like, leads at second. Um... Arsenal, six games played. Everyone's played six games. Uh, 15 points. Man City, second, 14 points. Tottenham, third, 14 points. Brighton, fourth, 13 points. Man United in fifth, slipped in there today with 12 points. And then just below, just behind us, uh, again, it's very close because it's very early in the league. Chelsea with 10 points. Liverpool with nine. Brentford with nine. Leeds with nine. And so on and so forth. Leicester bottom with one point. Um, I think Brendan Rodgers is due a sacking some point soon. They lost 5-2 today to, uh, uh, was it Brighton? Um, Brighton, yeah. So, but yeah, now that we're in an actual, like, interesting position in the table, I'll start possibly reading those things out. But not for the next game. Next game, Thursday, Real Sociedad, Europa League, Europa League campaign starts Thursday, 8 o'clock kickoff, and then I believe 2 o'clock, Crystal Palace next Sunday. I'll see you for all those. Thanks very much for listening. In the meantime, you can find everything else that we do on entertainmenttalk.org and podcast platforms, TV, games, films, main eye podcast. Take a look at what we've got. TV reviews, film reviews, gaming talk episodes, all that type of stuff. And of course, your United cast episodes as well. Uh, So check all that out. If you want to support Entertainment Talk in other ways, other than just listening to our episode, you can tell other people. Just simply tell other people about what we're doing and where they can find our podcast. So tell them about all of that. Uh, either by telling them or using social media that really helps us out as well Patreon $5, $10 level tier for the ad free podcast and review options links in the show notes to those different things uh, so check those out if you want to as well for your TV and your film news David's got you covered over on geektown.co.uk geektown radio geektown radio episodes drop on Tuesday so for TV and film news renewals, cancellations, pickups, air dates all that vital important information for TV and film news geektown.co.uk geektown radio geektown radio tuesdays if you want some fun content over on twitch there's two people that stream over on twitch one of them is bex trista b-y-t-e-s over on twitch twitter and instagram uh classic games retro streams tomb raider chat streams all that fun stuff if you want to find me over on twitch you can do that etalk uk e-t-a-l-k-u-k over on twitch give me a follow over there uh if you miss the streams fifa career episodes or the game clips you can find those archived on youtube Entertainment Talk Plays. Big, big Last of Us stream that went up. The launch for The Last of Us Part 1, two-hour stream. Check that out. There's going to be some clips and other stuff as well. FIFA Chrome Mode episode soon. Check it all out. YouTube, Entertainment Talk Plays, Twitch, eTalk UK. Thanks for listening. And if you're only listening to United Cast, thank you for doing that anyway. But I will see you Thursday. Goodbye. <laughs>